Hello and welcome to the second episode of Random Ramblings of Robert. Random Rambles of Robert. I mean, I use them interchangeably, so whatever. What are you going to do? Sue me? Um, well, please don't actually. But, well, I mean, you want to get much more. Anyways, I digress. Thank you for joining me on the second episode of our time here together. If you are returning from the first episode, welcome and thank you very much. I greatly appreciate it more than I think. Well, yeah. I mean, this isn't the biggest deal. Anyways, I greatly appreciate it, and thank you for returning. And if this is your first time, welcome. I'm glad to have you, and I hope that you take away something from today and find at least a little bit, a little interesting of a tidbit. Uh, today's episode is going to be a pretty simple one, actually. I am just going to read a series of interesting facts that I have accumulated from Snapple bottle caps that I have accumulated over many hours of Fast and Furious watching. I found them all in my basement and I was like, wow, I got some pretty interesting little bits of information here that I think would maybe be worth listening to. So this is a bit of a shorter episode, but it was just something that I wanted to share with some of you guys today. Um, once again, I updated it, so maybe you did see it, but you might have skipped past you. Um, I set up a proper email, actually, so if you have any uh, comments or suggestions or anything that you would like to let me know, please feel free to write in at the email that I have in the description. I would greatly appreciate the feedback, and it will be interesting to see what I can maybe do to improve your listening experience. Anyways, this is interesting. According to Snapple fact number 790, your big toe has only two bones and the rest have three. If I had to guess why this is, it's because simplicity usually leaves less room for error or, you know, uh, fewer points of vulnerability. And maybe only having two toes in your big toe, which, you know, is a lot easier to get to stub and stuff, you know, and injure, makes it so that way it's less vulnerable to injury. Interesting. A duck has three eyelids. I would presume that this is because, you know, well, ducks, they need to be able to swim and everything, and it probably seals up their eyes a bit better. Dolphins sleep with one eye open. So this is really interesting because I know that, so like, um, you know, uh, whales and dolphins, they're both like aquatic mammals. And I know because when I was younger, I used to, you know, really be obsessed with blue whales. And I don't, I don't know why, weird kid, I know. But I actually learned in my time reading about them and stuff that blue whales, for example, they actually are able to detach which part of their brain is awake and which part sleeps and rest each side individually. That way, they always have at least kind of an autopilot on, if you will. That way, they can keep swimming and, you know, coming up for air and stuff. So, I would assume that maybe there's something similar going on with the dolphins. But, I mean, they're not even really the same family. They're both just aquatic mammals. But, pretty interesting. Not semi-aquatic like Perry the Platypus, of course. But, aquatic nonetheless. An alligator can go through 3,000 teeth in its lifetime. This is interesting. I believe that sharks actually can kind of do a similar thing, if I remember correctly, which, I mean, I might not be, but if I think, I'm pretty sure that alligators, or excuse me, uh, sharks actually kind of have a similar thing in that they're constantly growing, um, you know, more teeth and stuff, so I could be wrong, but who knows, maybe not. Let's see, what were some other interesting ones that I wrote down and uh, that was not very interesting. Never mind. The fear of vegetables is called. Excuse me for probably pronouncing this wrong, but it is called 
Lacanophobia. That's just interesting. He'd be afraid of a vegetable. I mean, I probably would be. I'm horrified of bugs, but... The strike note of the Liberty Bell is an E-flat. That's really interesting, actually, that one can simulate the sound of the Liberty Bell properly with an E-flat. Huh, who knew? A 15-year-old boy invented earmuffs in 1873. Yes, and I had a book called A Road Trip of, like, the 50 states that I used to read when I was younger. And I want to say that earmuffs were invented by him in either New Hampshire or Vermont. I probably am wrong, but I remember reading about that in my book. Uh, about how a young boy invented them, and I want to say it was in one of those two states. The pupils and goats are rectangular. Yes, yes. I feel like that one's pretty common, because if you just look at a goat, you're like, what on earth is going on? But I don't know why that is. It's just really interesting. I know some people actually have, like, oddly shaped pupils, like it's a real medical condition, and supposedly under different, they don't, doesn't really affect their vision unless it's under certain, uh, light, lighting, you know, instances where it can kind of make it a bit blurry or something, but it's really interesting actually how it afflicts some people like that. One acre of peanuts will make about 30,000 peanut butter sandwiches. Huh. It's a lot of peanuts. I personally don't like peanut butter sandwiches all that much, but it's interesting nonetheless. Kangaroos can't walk backwards. I wonder if that has something to do with kind of like, because if you watch the way that they move and stuff, you know, it's almost like they're spring-loaded to move forward. I almost wonder if it's because of that they can't really go backwards, and also, too, their tails are strong enough that way they can lean back on them and kick. So I wonder if like their tails are just kind of too big and bulky to really go backwards and if they just kind of get in the way. A pearl can be dissolved in vinegar. That's interesting. Although I guess, I don't know, maybe it kind of makes sense because, I mean, pearls are just kind of like weird sediment and stuff, you know, that accumulates in, in the side of a, isn't it a clam? It's a clam, not an oyster, yeah. Anyways, it accumulates, some, I don't know, maybe, but interesting. The popsicle was invented in 1905 by an 11-year-old boy. Man, all these wonderkins make me feel like quite the slacker for not inventing some crazy life-changing thing by the time I was 16. Only male turkeys gobble. Yes, I knew that much. Uh, you know, living in an area where turkeys are common and stuff. Pretty interesting. Yeah, it's just their mating call. And it's kind of funny because you don't really think about it a lot. But, interesting. Leonardo da Vinci could draw with one hand while writing with the other. Yes, and what is it? He practiced, he didn't even know he was doing it, but he had a really interesting way of sleeping. Don't, I could be horribly wrong, but it's like called the Uberman sleep method or something, where he would immediately enter um, the REM cycle of sleeping or the uh, cycle of sleeping that, you know, like really you get the majority of your rest in. And he would do that by taking a few naps throughout the day. So he really didn't sleep in the way that we... I Leonardo da Vinci, I might, you know, do a later episode on him. But he was really someone... Or just an episode with people who were ahead of their time. But, I mean, man, he he was, you know, uh, already trying to figure out uh, bits and interesting pieces of human anatomy. He was drawing up, you know schematics for robots or cyber i mean incredibly intelligent individual who was truly limited by the technology of his time in a way that very few people ever have and probably ever will be there are more saunas than cars in finland i don't know about that one that's 
If that's true, I feel like that's not very up-to-date, but if that's true, that's really interesting, actually. Huh. I wonder what, why that would be. Maybe it's just that, huh. Very odd. The game of basketball was first played using a soccer ball with two peach baskets. Huh. That's really interesting. I know that, um, the, like, the thing, the highest selling, uh, piece of, uh, you know, like, sports memorabilia ever at auction, if I remember correctly, it was actually, I'm the inventor of, uh, basketball, so it was original, you know, rules of basketball and stuff, you know, and it sold for a lot of money, but that's interesting, two peach baskets and a soccer ball, huh, who knew? The average koala sleeps 22 hours a day. I feel like that's a pretty commonly known one that koalas really like to sleep. Uh, but eh, it's worth reiterating. Opposite faces of a dice of a dice always add up to seven. Somebody told me this not too long ago, and I thought that they were crazy. And I spent a good well, I mean, there's only six sides, so I didn't spend that long. But I spent a while. I spent a good amount of t a lot more time than I probably should have. Going, man that's crazy like yeah it's true i never really thought about it being true but it is you know it's like six and one equals seven two and five equals seven and three and four equals seven who knew i mean obviously this person did but you know the first sailing boats were built in egypt yes very it's kind of crazy because um Maybe I'll do a whole thing on them later, but you know uh, during the Bronze Age collapse like before it and stuff Egypt's might on the world stage was Unrivaled I mean there was nobody that could really touch them and I didn't know that specifically sailing boats were an invention of theirs Or you know something that they really pioneered the use of but like chariots was really something that they pioneered the use of it Even though uh, according to some historical evidence It looks like the random sea people that show up and kind of you know where the uh, final straw on the camel's back that caused the bronze age collapse Even though it looks like the Egyptians were the ones that ultimately defeated them It's really interesting that Egypt never fully recovered away and that you know they knew. but anyways yeah really interesting i knew that chariots were a big part i don't know if they invented chariots or not uh i know that they were definitely a pivotal part of their uh initial use and they kind of perfected chariots in a lot of ways but yeah really interesting the first human-made object to break the sound barrier was a whip huh that's that's really interesting, actually. I know I keep saying that, but that's huh, a whip. Who knew? I mean, not me, but one brow wrinkle is the result of 200,000 frowns. You know, see here, I find these interesting, but then I have to wonder, okay, like this right here. Who on earth, 200,000 frowns, who, who sat there and counted how many frowns it took them to get one... Mm, you know, maybe it's just like some sort of mathematical algorithm that they came... But I don't know. I don't know. It seems a little fishy to me. The first vacuum was so large it was brought into ha to a house with horses. Alright, that, that I can see. Um, I can't remember where it is exactly, but never mind. Yeah, it's not that interesting. But the first sport to be filmed was boxing in 1894. Actually, I think I knew something about that, and this one I am really unsure of. But I think it has something to do with uh, President Theodore Roosevelt actually being a really big fan of boxing. But don't quote me on that one in particular. I really don't know about that. I'll have to go look at my dates after I'm done recording this. But a crocodile can move its tongue. 
Oh, never mind. A crocodile cannot move its tongue. Huh. Hawaii is the only state with one school. What? <laughs> that can't be right still. Hawaii is the only state with one school. Oh, I'm going to have to look that up. See, some of these I have to really wonder because I feel like the population of Hawaii is at a point now where it's not quite able to have just one school district. I would look a lot of these up like as I read them off, but I'm, I'm very noisy when I type and I just don't want to, you know, destroy anybody listening to this ears. Butterflies can taste with their hind feet. I do remember reading about this when I was younger and we in, a, in my classroom we had like kind of one of these uh, little, you know, you probably saw them on TV and stuff. They were like these little, you know, pop-up uh, uh, little habitats that you could grow monarch butterflies in. Um... Funnily enough, so, um, you know, my classroom had one, and then the other um, classroom of my grade had one, and then we went outside to release them up into the air, and I remember little Robert, he looked up and he noticed that there was a lot of birds on the power line right next to where we were going to release them, and then when we released all the monarch butterflies into the wild, and we were so happy to watch them, they just all got picked off <laughs> instantly by the birds. It was a complete bloodbath for them, and yeah, it was, um, it was very funny um i mean it kind of made me sad at the time but looking back on it it's pretty funny squids can have eyes the size of a volleyball oh actually so at the museum of natural history in washington dc when i went there i never really even realized or processed how big they were but um they have like a colossal squid on display there and it's crazy because like so you know that you're like oh, okay they're 40 feet long first of all it's kind of hard to picture them being 40 feet long without, you know, actually being and seeing one. But it's crazy how big they are. Not only that, they're not just long. They are just big all around. That, that doesn't shock me a whole lot. But it's interesting. Hey, look, another kangaroo fact. Kangaroos can jump up to 30 feet. See, I feel like that, that could have something to do with why they can't really go backwards. Oysters can change from one gender to another and back again. I know that some, like, can't frogs do that? I know that there's some form of frogs, and I'm pretty sure that, uh, actually clownfish can do it too, because I remember reading something once about how if Finding Nemo was accurate, um, Nemo would change sexes and, um, mate with his father. But anyways, that's besides the point. Um, so yeah, that's really interesting. I wonder how many animals actually do uh, have the ability to change uh, gender for uh, reproductive purposes. That's something maybe worth looking into because it's really interesting where it's not like, you know, just trying to, you know, be something else. Like it's fully taking on new. That's interesting. I'm going to have to look into that maybe later. Strawberries contain more vitamin C than oranges. You know, there's a lot of stuff you can go on that I've read up on about the questionability of what vitamins really do for one. And this doesn't shock me. The lifespan of a taste bud is about 10 days. That's really interesting, actually. Because I know that I've read that um, your taste buds change or something. Or I've heard. Well, I've heard and read it. That taste buds change about every, I don't know. Hmm. Like, isn't it seven years? I think it is. It's something like that. So it's interesting to me that they kind of die off, though, maybe every 10 days or so. But it makes sense because I know I constantly get way too excited to eat my food and I just destroy all my taste buds. I just burn them alive. So interesting. You blink over 4 million times a year. Shout out to one of the listeners whose um, initials are CB. 
he doesn't blink four million times a year. I know that because he doesn't blink at all, ever. He doesn't even sleep half of the time with his eyes closed. So that's not accurate for him. But eh, I can see that, honestly. I know I blink a lot. Like sometimes if I'm looking at something and I'm trying to, you know, memorize it or something, if I just look at it and if I blink at it and like keep on repeating the information to myself, I'm able to remember it easier for some reason. So that sounds about right, maybe. A quarter of the bones in your body are in your feet. You know, I could actually kind of see that. Uh, I know that, like, I was talking to a podiatrist once, and he was telling me about the complexities of just how many bones there are in uh, one's feet and stuff, you know. And from looking at a standpoint of adaption, I know that uh, uh, in the scientific community, there's been kind of a conclusion come to that uh, the way that our feet are kind of made with a natural form of almost suspension is that it seems like they're adapted to be able to walk over harsher and rougher terrain and stuff so it's really interesting that granted i don't know about that a core of the bones that seems like a lot of bones but i mean when you sit back and think about it though i mean like i guess would you consider skulls probably all one i don't know it's really interesting i'll have to read into that some more despite its hump a camel has a straight spine yes i don't know that exact like anatomy of a camel but i know that the hump is i believe don't quote me on this one either but i'm pretty sure that um the hump has something to do with their ability to hold and maintain water more i i, I didn't ever think thought that they had a curved spine uh but i know that i'm pretty sure it has something to do with their ability to uh hold in and maintain water in their you know desert and air and climate that they're you know used to and that holding water and being able to stay hydrated over longer periods of time is something that's very advantageous to them uh so i don't know i know actually uh so during lewis and clark's expedition from you know the east coast to the west coast of the united states after you know the louisiana purchased by thomas jefferson and anyways I know that uh, they actually wrote that for Buffalo in particular. I don't know why I thought of this, but for Buffalo, um, I remember reading that they found the tongue and the hump of the buffalo to be the tastiest part of it. So I don't know. Maybe there's like some sort of just fatty reserve or something that helps camels stay more hydrated. I don't know. Uh, these are all just, you know, things that I'm saying out loud as I think about it, but who knows? flamingos turn pink from eating shrimp yes actually i just was reading an incredibly fascinating article um let me know too if you ever want me to like write down my sources or you know like uh, link articles or stuff that i talk about in uh, my podcast because if so i can probably just create like a big google drive where i just list all this stuff per episode but i was reading an article about how for some reason blue pigment doesn't really exist in nature and how a lot of times whenever things are blue they're actually just playing with the way that light refracts not that it is actually blue in and of itself. And it was really interesting. But it brought up uh, flamingos as an example. Because they turn pink depending on how much shrimp they eat. And it was like how blue monarch butterflies don't really... They're not really blue. The light when it bounces off of them just looks really interesting stuff. I'll, I'll see... I'll look into that if that's something that uh, people ask for. But yeah, really interesting. I'd recommend looking it up on your own. Norway once knighted a penguin. <laughs> I don't know if that's true, but I really want it to be true. That's really funny. I, I have to think it's true because I know that like some animals, like I'm pretty sure an Airedale dog in World War II 
and I want to say maybe a pigeon in World War One have been given the uh, Congressional Medal of Honor. Um, I don't know about those for certain, but I want to say that that's true. So I wouldn't be shocked. It's just funny to me, a penguin, really. I'm pretty sure, I want to say that he was fighting on the side of the Austrians or something, or maybe it was in the First World War. Anyways, uh, for either the Austria or Austria-Hungary in one of the World Wars, they had a bear that was actually enlisted in their military. I don't know why I just remember that, but it's just funny. Tug of war was an Olympic sport in the early 1900s. You know, I would actually like to see that make a return. I think that watching professional tug of wars on a world stage like that would be really interesting, actually. I, you know, like the force, I've actually, I've never read into them, but uh, I've like seen articles and stuff on them or just like uh, some papers here and there that there's been extensive studies on the forces that go into a tug of war and stuff, you know, and just like the sheer kinetic energy and stuff behind it. And it's massive. I mean, like there's been uh, cases where I think people have even like gotten their arms horribly dislocated and sometimes even had like tendons and stuff severed from it. Really crazy stuff. I would love to see tug of war be an Olympic sport once again. There are more trees on Earth than stars in the Milky Way galaxy. Hmm. I don't know about that one. That's... I'm going to have to look into that because there's a lot of trees on Earth. I mean, just, you know, in like any local national forest, you know, you're talking about millions of trees probably. But, I mean, Milky Way galaxy is a pretty big uh, galaxy also, too. Um, the fun thing about these numbers is that we really... I mean, maybe the ones, the trees on our Earth, but, you know, like, we don't have a clear picture of what the Milky Way galaxy really even looks like in a lot of ways because of, you know, how we're stationed on it. Um, and, you know, the fact that we can't travel uh, light years a second or, <laughs> or anything to, like, go and actually see what it looks like. So, I don't know about that. That's, that is cause for speculation, I think. People don't sneeze in their sleep. Huh. That's really interesting. You know, now that you think about it, now that I think about it, I don't think I ever remember hearing anyone sneeze in their sleep. But I know, I know a lot of people who talk in their sleep and stuff, you know, and been around people. But, huh, sneezing in their sleep. Really interesting. I wonder why that is. Maybe it's because, like, uh, from what I understand is that sneezing is kind of like a knee-jerk reaction of clearing stuff out of your nose and sinuses that it finds irritating. And maybe it's because when you're just asleep, these things don't irritate you the same way. I don't know. Sloths can hold their breath longer than dolphins can. That's. I wonder if that has something to do with their lethargic nature and just their overall respiratory... Uh -huh. I don't know. That's another one don't really know about, but if so, I could see it being plausible. And if so, that is really interesting. The collective name for a group of unicorns is called a blessing. Who came up with that? No, 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 no. Like, this isn't... This is not... I don't know. What Why? What would I say? Because I know, that, like, taxonomy is the, you know, uh, science behind naming things. So would that work for a group? Whatever. I don't... Like, is there any sort of taxonomist? Taxonomist? Yeah. Taxonomist, like, sits down and uh, puts groups of names on mythical creatures. I don't... I don't think... If so, what, what do you call a group of Loch Ness monsters? a pod i mean maybe because they're kind of like whales or dolphins i don't think i heard maybe a clan you know 
But who does that? Who who would be responsible for this? Ah, you know, who you know, some of this stuff like this makes me wonder. Like, where did they get this from? Did they just like call up the local, you know, like a hippie in a van with his um unicorn and rainbows p- painted on the side of it, you know, and get this information? I don't know. A double A battery with no charge remaining will not bounce when dropped. Yes, that is true. That's how you can actually really easily tell if a battery has any charge or not by dropping it and seeing how it responds. Before emojis, there were emoticons, which are icons created from keyboard characters. Oh my gosh, how old do they think the people are reading this? Uh, so fun fact, actually, uh, Robert, little Robert, when he had his, which was I think a fifth gen iPod it was, um, I couldn't quite figure out how to get the emoji keyboard to work on it, and uh, it took some time. So until then, I like had tried to get really creative with just like little keyboard characters. It was a mess, my gosh. Anybody who's listening that had to like watch me try and make emojis with that, I'm sorry. That's I'm sorry. A suction cup will not work in outer space. That makes sense because from what I understand it has to do with the pressure uh different at- atmospheric pressure differences on things in order to suction and if there's no atmosphere how's it going to work? Just setting up my just setting up my Twitter was the first ever tweet. You know, maybe I'll do an episode on it, kind of like the betrayal uh, that uh, Jack Dorsey and uh, the other Twitter guy actually did on the real guy that kind of started and created Twitter. I'll actually write that down in my potential list of episodes. It is really interesting. Or maybe I'll just do interesting stories of Silicon Valley. Like that one is one that I really find interesting. The whole scam of uh, Elizabeth Holm and Theranos is one I find really interesting. In 2015, the... What? The CX... Forward word. I don't know. I don't care. We're skipping this one. A species of moth has the best hearing in the world. You know, actually, I didn't think we had any moths that big. This isn't even related, but whatever. I want to say they're called the black witch or something because I'm pretty sure in a you know grade school science class I had, I remember reading about them. Well, I didn't think we had any moths that big out where I live and stuff, you know. But then uh, one time over the summer where I work. I was uh, kind of walking along this road, and I found a giant moth that was like six inches wide. It's not re- it's not related. It's just fascinating to me. The longest the longest alphabet has seventy four letters. I wonder which one that is. Maybe the Russian one. The Russian one seems to have a lot of characters in it, but I don't think it's huh. That's worth looking into. Various maybe uh, linguistic developments over time. I'll jot that down as an episode idea, maybe. A man once ate an entire airplane. It took him 12, two years. I remember reading about this. He's this guy that's able to like eat anything, and it's really odd. Uh, I don't know how he eats an airplane. Um, I would guess like because he can't. I, I'm just gonna go off and assume that he can't just bite into like aluminum. <laughs> so he probably has to grind it up or something. But yeah, that. Well, he can't grind it up. That's weird. That's so weird. How would you do that? I don't know. That's so odd. Like, because you would think that if he gets them in too fine of chunks, that could, you know, like, just shred all sorts of his digestive system. But if he gets them in too big, they can just rip it. Hmm. I don't know. 11 and 11 Z's is a break for light refreshments taken 
at 11 a.m. in England. I knew this actually. I knew this because I am such a fan of J.R.R. Tolkien. Maybe I'll do. Maybe I'll do a thing on him actually. Him and C.S. Lewis, and they're kind of you know paralleling writing careers, but yet different. And um, Tolkien in general. I mean, he was a English scholar and stuff, you know. And then when he went off to fight in uh, World War One, but he actually made some really interesting papers talking about like um. I don't know, maybe I'll talk about him in a future episode. Really interesting, actually, besides, you know, just writing probably the greatest fantasy uh, story ever. I mean, I don't know, George R. R. Martin's uh, Song of Fire and Ice is really good, too. But, man, I just love Tolkien's works. A human being could swim through the blood vessels of a blue whale. Speaking of blue whales, I know that you can drive a really small car through their aortic, uh, like, uh, what is it? What am I looking for? person who isn't here huh what's it's not ve their aortic arteries i know you can drive a really small car through their aortic arteries they're so big birds can sleep with one eye. What, man what is all this with sleeping with one eye open that was a shocking with birds though kangaroos cannot <laughs> another kangaroo kangaroos cannot jump without touching their tails on the ground once again, I wonder if that has something to do with why they cannot jump or walk backwards. They have to touch their tails on the ground. Like, can, I don't know. I'm almost tempted to do a whole episode on, like, weird uh, movement mechanics in the animal kingdom now after reading all this stuff. Because, like, can kangaroos even, like, really walk or do they really have to jump? Because if, yeah, if they have to touch their tails on the ground in order to jump properly, then how would they be able to go backwards? That's odd. A ball of glass will bounce higher than a ball of rubber the same size. I need to test this. I want to test this now. This seems a little bit crazy. Ooh. Ooh, I'm not reading that one. It's another phobia one about the fear of uh, peanut butter getting stuck to the roof of your mouth. I'm going to give it a try. Maybe someone will get a laugh out of it. Arachibotrophobia. <laughs> that was horrible. Yeah. Um, donut towns are towns that are completely surrounded by other towns. Huh. That's really... That, that kind of makes sense, though, in terms of a naming scheme. Donut towns. That's interesting. I never thought about that. Banana trees are actually herbs. Is that so? I'm going to have to look into that. Mangoes are related to, to cashews and pistachios. Yeah, actually, that much does make sense. Like, if you ever see, especially cashews in particular, they grow in kind of funky ways. But ants won't cross a chalk line. Yeah, I knew that much. And there's something, isn't it like snails won't go over salt or something either? It's really strange. The name Snapple combines the words Snappy and Apple. I'm really glad that Snapple. Snap, fun fact actually, really like the Raspberry Snapple. Um, their mango one isn't bad. But like honestly, Apple Snapple, ugh, I can go the rest of my life without drinking any more of it. One of Snapple's original founders ran a sardine and pickle store in Queens with his family. That, I don't know, that makes enough sense. Jousting is the official sport of Maryland. Do states have official sports? I mean, evidently they do. But I wonder then, what, what's like the most hardcore metal sport that any state has as their official sport? That's worth... 
maybe I'll do like a whole video or video, listen to me. Maybe I'll do a whole episode on like, you know, different sports and stuff across the, or like just different interesting uh, facts about states across America. Some cats are allergic to humans. I knew that much at least. I know I'm pretty, I love cats, but I'm somewhat allergic to them. And sometimes if they try and sleep on me, I'll wake up and I can't breathe. It's a little bit annoying, but huh, I just love them too much. The 100 folds in the chef's hat represent the 100 ways to cook an egg. I didn't know there was 100 folds, actually. Uh, are there 100 ways to cook an egg? This, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see how many ways you can cook an egg. I know, personally, Eggs Benedict is my favorite egg-related dish. Uh, it's a little bit tricky to make, speaking of eggs, because it requires uh, not one but two incredibly difficult uh, preparation methods for an egg. But it's interesting. Scotland has 421 words for snow cap. There's no, oh gosh, oh, I wish I could cut that out. I hated that I just said that. I have a really hard time believing that. I'm going to have to look that one up. In Japan, letting a sumo wrestler make your baby cry is considered good luck. I like to think that, like a, like a sumo wrestler, you know, that's no longer very good at what he does and stuff, you know, or just like... A really low-grade sumo wrestler that, you know, just needs to make a little bit of extra money to make merit for that month. Like, he just lets uh, women with their newborn babies line up and he just makes them cry. That's... <laughs> that's really funny, actually. Imagine... Imagine, like, getting happy that this really incredibly overweight man has just made your newly born child cry. That's... That's hilarious. Labor Day is the unofficial end of hot dog season. You know what's most interesting to me? When is the beginning of hot dog season? Is it more Memorial Day? Or what even is hot dog season? What does that even mean? I don't know. An avocado is a large berry. I don't really like avocados. They have an odd texture to me. The flavor isn't bad, but I don't really like the texture of them. Silly string was originally designed to be a spray-on cast for broken bones. I didn't know that. That's why it has that expanding property. Evidently, it didn't work a whole lot because, you know, casts are still usually made out of fiberglass and not silly string. But, you know, it's just really interesting. Like, I know, well, never mind. I probably shouldn't say that one. Yawns are contagious to dogs as well as humans. I've tested this one out. It actually, it is. You, I have been able to get people to yawn almost immediately after me by me yawning. It is hilarious. Water can boil and freeze at the same time. What? I'm going to have to look into that. That sounds like some weird thermodynamic stuff going on there. Toe wrestling is a competitive sport. Hmm. Interesting. I wonder if that's the, <laughs> I wonder if that's the official sport of uh, any states out there. When a koala is born, it is about the size of a jelly bean. Yes, because it is a marsupial, if I remember correctly. Like kangaroos, very similar thing. I don't know why, but they are born really, really small, and then they like, in their mom's pouch, finish their last uh, a couple stages of. Oh no, they they finish their development. Mountain lions can whistle. I did know this much. Like, if you ever like uh, tried to Google uh, mountain lions and them, you know, or like, or like uh, cougars or something, you know, roaring, they can't really do it. So instead, they just they just make this really weird kind of intense 
hybridization of a person whistling and a cat meowing and it's it's really funny granted if i heard one i'd probably still get scared that a freaking giant predator is coming after me but still it's kind of funny just listening to a recording mosquitoes prefer to bite people with type o blood i didn't know that much that mosquitoes actually prefer certain type of bloods type o blood is really interesting too because i know that o negative it's antibodies in it they don't really interfere with things like a lot of other like uh, a or b or ab does and actually um o negative blood can be put into any other bloodstream just fine a flipped coin is more likely to land on the side that it started on that's some interesting uh yeah i don't know snakes can see even with their eyes closed what nah i wonder how then see this is my problem i'm gonna i'm gonna yeah i'm gonna be up late tonight reading on how accurate some of the stuff is the sun is actually white but the earth's atmosphere makes it appear yellow i didn't know this uh, it appears yellow because of kind of the um, way that light waves hit our atmosphere, you know, and the way that it kind of scatters them, and, but it's white because it's just a big old ball of plasma. Human thigh bones are stronger than concrete. I did know that. The femur is the strongest bone in the body, and it is incredibly strong. A housefly hums to the key of F. I didn't really care to know that. I don't like flies. Alright, I think that we're going to do five more facts. And then we're going to call it a day because we've been going on for a while, a lot longer with this than I thought. But golf was the first sport to be played on the moon. That's real. I wonder who, because I wonder who did that. I'm going to have to, that'd be really interesting. The first sport to be played on the moon. Who knew? You are always looking at your nose, but your Jane just chooses to ignore it. Yes, I knew that. Like, if you really focus on it, you can see your nose incredibly well. Or, like, if you close one eye, because your brain isn't, you know, kind of, like, automatically cropping and stitching your two eyes and what they see as their field of view into one big, you know, uh, kind of picture, if you will. That if you close one eye, you can start to see your nose more prominently. But when you open both of them, it kind of, you know, just pulls it out. It's odd. You are always looking, we already read that one. The ostrich produces a booming noise often confused with the lion roar. wonder how it does that. The national animal of Scotland is the unicorn. <laughs> you know, I feel like if Scotland is already going to have a make-believe animal be their uh, national animal, they should at least make it the Loch Ness Monster. <laughs> like, come on, really? You missed such a good opportunity for branding there. Anyways, final one. The average cumulus clouds weighs more than 70 adult T-Rexes. I do know that the average cloud weighs like a million pounds or something. Like, you kind of don't think about it, but all those little water vapor bits, you know, floating in the air really accumulates to a lot. But, anyways, those are all the facts that I have for us today. Uh, wow, this went on a lot longer than I was planning for it to. I hope that you were able to find this episode or this ramble as a whole pretty interesting. I certainly found the Snapple facts interesting. Um, let me know if there's any uh, future write-in with any future ideas or notes on the podcast or on the show that you have for me. And I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. And I look forward to listening or having you listen to another one of my rambles, hopefully, in the near future.